Hey y'all. This is Nat D. And this is Aunt D. And we are the 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 Duns. And we're from the podcast called Unadulterated Christians. 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 And you are now listening to the, the Chronicles, Chronicles of, of Divine, Divine Destiny. Destiny. All right. All righty then. Stop. <laughs> hey, y'all. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of What? Chronicles of Divine Destiny podcast happy new year you guys it is 2023 anybody got any new year's resolution at my old age i have decided that i will never do that again but i do have a word for the year maybe it's the same thing but i do have a word for the year and it's called healed and um yeah that's my word for the year and i'm excited about it I'm excited for 2023. I can actually say that. I actually feel excited for things to come. Because my, my thought process is different. Um, So yeah. Welcome back. <laughs> yeah. So um, how y'all doing out there? Y'all alright? Well alright. Just give you guys a little follow up on me. It's a new year. And a lot has happened since my little break or whatnot. I've been to the doctor. Um, still have a brain tumor. But I'm taking my medicine regularly. And that should help. I will be on meds to shrink the tumor for about five years, says my doctor. But um, I'm believing in God for full healing and restoration of my brain. But I also got to do the work. And that's lose weight and do better with myself. Um, girl, your girl got arthritis in the knees. I'm like, yo, what is going on? I'm 43. <laughs> and it seems like everything that could possibly be wrong is like wrong with me. A brain tumor, diabetes, obesity, a high blood pressure. Now I got arthritis in the knees. Like, Lord. I encourage you all to take care of yourself. It's very, 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 very important that you do that. Um, yes. So, and it's so crazy because my pastor, um, I know I'm all over the place, but that's nothing new. So let me just finish giving you an update on myself. So also, um, I have been dealing with a lot of heavy bleeding for my cycle. And what can I say? I not really sure if I'm premenopausal or what's going on. So I make an appointment from OBGYN and I got a histectomy done. I will put what that is in the notes. I don't know. It's not a hysterectomy, but it's like a histectomy where they actually go into your uterus and they do some scraping of some stuff. And um, I got that done and also had a ultrasound on my uterus to see if any issues there and I have fibroids on my uterus and my doctor said they are extremely huge huger than that he's ever found you know normally when he sees them he's like he's always trying to make them I just can't st- <laughs> I 
don't know. I just feel in my mind a doctor should always be, I don't know, I guess professional and straight. Not that he's not professional because he is, because if he wasn't, he wouldn't be my doctor. But he just make a lot of corny jokes that I don't care to hear. He's like, oh, yeah, you're looking great down there. You're the bomb.com. You know, just saying, like, <laughs> this is funny. He, and then some stuff he says, it's not even really funny. And I'm like, <laughs> just do what you got to do, sir. <laughs> but anywho, yeah, so I meet with him sometime this week. And, you know, the question has been arising a lot about if I want children. And um, I'm 43. I don't feel that it's impossible. But I don't know if I do. I think because I'm not in a relationship, it doesn't cross my mind. I'm going to say it hasn't crossed my mind because I'm a woman. And who doesn't want a cute baby or someone to leave their legacy, you know? Um... It's been difficult um, through the years for me to get pregnant. I also have a pregnancy story that one day I will share. I just haven't felt the need to want it. I have felt like I wanted to share, but it's been hard to share because of how I actually feel about it. But um, I know one day I will. So, yeah, be tuned. Stay tuned for that. So, um... So, yeah, a lot of things <laughs> is going on with your girl. So please keep me in prayer in that 2023 that I will be obedient to God and do what he calls me to do far as being healthy. So I'll get back to what my pastor said. So right before my pastor preached this past Sunday, I was thinking, like, I know that if I change a lot of things about myself, like, what I eat, like taking better care of myself, being more healthier, that I would feel better. And I was like, it's just like you just need to do better health-wise and you will feel better. And I was like, I'm just made that decision that I'm going to do that. Then my pastor preached on it about your health and stuff and wealth and things like for the new year. And I'm like, yo, that's just the Holy Spirit confirming that I need to do what I need to do far as my health like last year is my last year being fat and I'm gonna do all that I can I know a lot of things gonna kind of come in the way and stop me but I'm tired of being in pain I'm tired of having leg pain I don't even know if I shared that but this has the authorizer on you but like it's when I say that's annoying it hurts so bad like it really does and I'm just tired of it I gotta get this weight off my knees my knees is like girl you need to do something about it. <laughs> and I need to figure out if I want to have kids, y'all. That's so, you know, it's just a lot. It's so much on my mind. I know I'm just, I'm not going to worry myself. I'm going to just give it to God. God, he already knows. <laughs> he already knows what's best. If it's for me to have kids, I will have them. If it's not, I won't. But, uh, yeah. So, I ain't gonna hold y'all too long. Just want to get on a topic. Um, right now, I'm talking about the things that I've learned, you know, for what things that grief has taught me. And, um, I start off, like, recently, I'm learning my triggers of grief. Like, 
grief is different for everybody. Some people suppress it. Some people are very emotional about it. Um, some people try to avoid it. Some people just overwork themselves. Some people just do a whole lot of things. Grief is just like a number and numbers of things that can be happening. And I'm learning that <clears throat> while grieving, you have triggers. And um, one recently, um, we all know and have been, you know, somewhat mourning. If you know the person, Twitch, um, committed suicide and just hearing that story like deeply saddened me and um it seemed like as a, a world we're becoming very desensitized and I know people are saying that the next generation of youth are going to be when it comes to death but I think the world in general is because just we did like a few days or so of like seeing his videos and everything and then it's like we move on and on to the next one but um it just saddens me that, you know, black men in particular are taking their lives because of whatever reason. And um, I don't think we will fully understand why people feel the need that if they're not here, they're going to, you know, feel better or feel relief. Um it's a video that I've seen. I think it's people that jump off of the bridge in San Francisco, Golden State Bridge, I think that's what it is. And this one guy actually lived. And um, he tells his story and he said like all the way up to him wanting to kill himself, he was gun-ho to do it. But once he leaped off the bridge, he said in three seconds, he instantly regretted. So that lets you know what goes on in the mind of a person like right before they want to commit suicide or something like that. You know, like wow, like instantly you regret it and I don't know what was going on. I don't even know the real reason why Twitch did it. It's just sad, you know. And just being honest, I've definitely have thought about suicide, not to the point that I planned it out, but um... I always wonder what it would be like if I wasn't here. And with me going through grief and realizing what it's like when someone you love is not here, it doesn't feel good. And I don't think... And sometimes I feel like suicide is somewhat selfish, and I don't know if that's the right thing to say. Because I, you're thinking about yourself and just how you feel, but not how others may feel by the effects of you actually taking your life. And um, this man left three children and a wife. And maybe the wife knows why he did it. Because they said there was a suicide note left. Of course, it's rumors of things. But that doesn't even matter what the rumors are. Is that, that this man just felt life was so hard that he had to end it. And um, his death like triggered something in me not to want to kill myself. But it just brings a sadness upon you because it's just sad. And I hate for anyone to kill themselves because I feel like there's so many other alternatives out there. But when I hear a black man that does it, it just really hurts me because I feel like as black people, we are so wired to be afraid, to be weak. And we feel like we have to be strong all the time. And I don't know where that comes from in our DNA or what has happened to us 
I mean, maybe through slavery and whatnot that we just had to show strength. But it's okay, you know, that you don't have to be strong all the time. And, you know, some things can be unbearable. A lot of things are fixable. But it's just, you know, the easy way is just to not be here anymore and not to think about it. But like I said, you just don't know the impact that you leave on your family. And then it's like right before the holidays, like, that's just, I mean, anytime that someone do it is tough, but anyone that's like myself that has dealt with some form of grief, the holidays are the worst parts for me. Like starting from my birthday to Thanksgiving to Christmas, especially Christmas, that's more like a family, like your immediate family, your kids and the gift giving and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, it's just really tough and hard on your family and um, and I'm praying for his family because I can only imagine what it's like I don't really know when someone died from suicide because I definitely know your mind has to be going all over the place and it's just really tough and um yeah it's just tough (laughs) and just um I encourage anyone, like, if you just feel tired, and I know sometimes it's just hard to reach out, but call somebody, call a suicide hotline. I'm gonna leave all that information in the in my show notes. Like, just someone, you'd be surprised, like, what advice you can get or how comforting it could be. You know, it just really like that situation, just like really, really really sad in me, you know, and, um, it's hard out here, life is definitely hard, especially when you're alone, like, I'm alone a lot, I don't have a boyfriend, a significant other, husband, and, you know, a lot of my friends do, so sometimes when I want to talk, I want to vent, I don't have an outlet, because people are busy, and life happens, and, and, things happen and people aren't available and I'm just here sitting with my thoughts and at times it can be overwhelming it can be completely overwhelming and then um I'm learning also about triggers that grief and depression and all that stuff doesn't look like what we think because you know I like I shared what my my sexual assault my rape story that I felt like it didn't affect me because I didn't look like other people. But actually, that's how I handle things. I suppress it. I'm very numb. I don't really show reaction to it. And some people are crying and going through a lot of things in life. So they're more vulnerable, more expressive with how they feel. And when you hear people talk about Twitch and stuff, they're saying, like, he was so happy. He was like this. He was like that. But on the inside of that shell, he was dying. He was battling some type of, you know, something that made him and told him that he didn't need to be here no more, you know? And now we have a family that's had to go through the holidays and not only mourn a husband and a father, but, you know, mourn the holidays and him not being here and things just drastically changing and being different you know 
so yeah it's just really really been tough out here and um and also i was in a lot of things on social media check on your strong friends and stuff like that but it's like you know you want to check with them but you also gotta have the right words to say because you don't want to say hey how you doing i'm fine you need to dig a little deeper into the question that you're asking you know don't just say that you're fine you know i'm fine it's just okay well i checked on you bye boop and you know that's not that that's not that sometimes you may need to go in person and take them out to lunch and something stop by the house if they on you my one thing i've learned in life is when people pop up on my mind and i be feeling like some type of like let me go check on them like you need to do that like i know just make time to do that you'd be surprised what you have actually helped someone through or just being there <clears throat> i remember one of the stories in my grief share woman um had um dealt with a uh, drug addiction and she had got clean and she got married and her husband died in a tragic accident and the first thing that came to mind was i need to get high and she was doing everything she possibly could to get high she even called a drug dealer and <laughs> the guy that she used to get her drugs from and the guy told her he was like your dad came to me and told me if I ever sold you drugs that he would kill me and he was like I can't do it so she was like trying to get with her old friends and everything and then she said she packed her bags to walk out the door to just try to find a drug and when she opened the door her friend was standing there with an overnight bag and she was like something told me to come come over and see how you doing and that, you know, saved their life. And I know all situations are not going to end like that. But if you have an inkling or a feeling that you need to check on someone and pop up, do that pop up. You never know, like, who life you may save or be a comfort to someone. You never, you never know. So, yeah. I'm learning about the triggers that I have in life and seeing other people pass hearing about people passing is very sad and I guess I can like really fully talk about it now because I feel like everybody just about seen the movie but if you have not I ask that you stop the show right now because I'm about to talk about the Black Panther not in detail but just how a lot of the scenes of that movie was triggering to me as well so yeah I suggest you stop it now and go (laughs) So yeah, um, the new furry, the new version of the Black Panther movie. I, me and my friend Devon, we was like crying like crazy <laughs> through many of the scenes of the movie because it was just so emotional and just how to play tribute to Chad, Chad, Chadwick Boseman and just all the emotion behind everything. It was very triggering. And um, I had saw things on social media saying like, oh, if you're watching it and you're dealing with grief, it's probably not a good thing to go do. But I did it anyway, because like, oh, I got to see Black Panther. I didn't see it right away, but I saw it later and I made sure I didn't go by myself. And I saw it with someone. So, yeah. Um, just a lot of that was very, it was very hard and hard to watch because a lot of people are suffering in silence and they don't say anything. Mm-hmm. We see evidence of Twitch. 
suffering in silence. And I feel like sometimes I have probably suffered in silence about some things and just, you know. But I, I've gotten to a place that I know I can um, share some my feelings with people. I have a great circle. Like, I am very, very grateful. And I'm going to say this until I have no more breath in my body of the people in my life that love me. I can never ask for a better group of friends in my life. Like, they challenge me. They love me. Like, I, my friends are my family. And they know who they are. Some of y'all the name. Not too many of y'all, but they know who they are. And I am very grateful for them. And no matter what I go through in life, they're there. And, you know, just just looking at how Suri and um, Angela Bassett, the mom, and, like, everyone just carry on in the movie of, of hurt, like, the many stages of grief of how you can be so angry that you're not your normal self. And I tell my coworker all the time, I remember when I started working at IKEA, I would not talk to nobody. I'm afraid, like, I, I would be cordial, like, that's how I do my work, and I go home. And it was like, when my grandmother died, something just clicked in my head and just was like, made me very, very mean, honoring or whatever. And um, I done picked up cussing again. It's like really bad. And <laughs> like a lot of things about me has changed. I just feel hurt. So hurt people hurt people, you know? And just watching how's Zuri transition with emotion and then later your mom died so it's just like ah, dang I know that feeling like the love of my life one of the loves of my life my grandmother died and was suffering in silence and wouldn't we didn't I mean she's old of course but she was just going through a lot and I know she was grieving her mom and her brother like she had a lot of deaths before she died and she didn't have a, a outlet to actually get it out other than talking to me you know because black especially old black folks they ain't going to see no therapist it's something about looking like it crazy they don't want to be crazy and then I can relate like not too long after that one of my favorite aunts my aunt Mona passed so suddenly out of nowhere and it can be a lot on you a whole lot and all of this happened around, right around Christmas, my favorite holiday, you know. And I just be, you know, it's just been tough. And then just looking at that, even though Black Panther ended on a good note, but just watching how Black people mourn and how we have to mourn and how we process things is, is, is so tough. And grief is so tough. It really is. It really is like, you know, when I took my time off for podcasting, like, like I said, triggering. Like, I know when I get close to the anniversary of my grandmother's passing and stuff like that in the holidays, I need to take time. Like, I took a whole week off and each day, like, my friends, like, were there for me. They was there for me and checked on me and it was great and I had a great way of processing everything and even to the holidays Thanksgiving 
I like I said, I can't get into full detail about Thanksgiving. But it, I hated Thanksgiving. The food was not great. That just I just really tried to make it good, and I just didn't. And Christmas was horrible, guys. Oh my god. I would say, far as gifts, I got amazing gifts. Shout out to my brother and my sister-in-law for getting me this cooking set. I know this is like a, a happy note. They got me this cooking pans, pots and pans. When I tell you, these things are amazing. I will add them in the show notes as well. They are amazing. Like, nothing sticks to the pan. And I am so happy because when I first moved, I got these really cheap pots and pans. I was like, oh, because... Oh, I just need something for right now. Eventually, I'll get something better. And I'm glad that I have these because these cook well. And I am excited. But other than, like, gifts and stuff that I received, it's, Christmas was great. But the date of Christmas was just, like, it didn't even feel like Christmas. It didn't feel like anything. Like, what I typically do, my family get together Christmas Eve, go to a party in my Aunt Tracy's. We have a good time. We do a lot of stuff. And this time we didn't I literally worked Christmas day we went to a all you can eat crab leg and lobster and baby it was none of that <laughs> when I say misleading it was misleading to the max me and my friends was like what we ate though other stuff but they played us y'all the crab legs was so salty oh my god it was so salty and dry i'm like y'all didn't even do good with that the lobster they didn't now when you think of all you can eat lobster you think you're getting a lobster tail right so these ninjas had a full lobster and just cut it up the lobster and dipped that and had it drenched in gravy and i'm sitting here like who eat lobster and gravy like give me my lobster tail so i could dip it in my butter sauce like stuff like that so yeah, it's just it's just crazy. And you know, I don't have kids, and I'm mean, not having kids and stuff like that. I didn't get a chance to, you know, do the little family thing and people taking pictures with the matching pajamas and all of this other stuff. And you know, it just doesn't feel the same, especially when you don't at, like have your family. And like you know, it's so crazy. Was even worse. I have family that knows that I am by myself. And now one person asked me to come to the house. Um, I'm lying. My brother and my sister-in-law asked me to come. And you know, well, they didn't ask me to come. They asked me what was I doing. But they at least asked. And some of my other friends, a lot of them was out of country. Some was doing their own things with their family. But I'm talking about my family was local. They know I'm a single female None of them asked me anything. Not even my out-of-town family that know, like, I'm by myself. And say, hey, if you're not doing something, come down or anything like that. <clears throat> I think one cousin did. I think she did. But I kind of was at the point, like, oh, I don't feel like driving. Like, when she asked me. But it wasn't nothing where I could actually plan to go. So, yeah. <laughs> Next year is definitely going to be different. And, um, I don't know, y'all. It got to be different. I got to start making memories. I'm cooking my own Thanksgiving, for sure. And, um, my own Christmas. I have my own food. 
and I'm going to do what I got to do. And that's it. And that's about it about that. (laughs) So, yeah. That's all I got for (laughs) y'all. That's kind of like my roundup in the end of the year. I'm looking forward to sharing many, many more stories of what grief has taught me. And I plan on having some people on my show. So, I'm excited for that. I love having guests on my show. So, yeah. That's all I got for you all. See you all next week. Bye. Bye.